0: And welcome to our sub-show, Sass. You know, of two guys, many bad movies. I'm your host, Paul. I'm
1: your other host, Aaron. And uh, this is, it was meant to be, hold hold on, let me just,
0: this was meant to be, we, this was meant to be Hardcore Henry. We know we promised it in our last episode, but the powers that be, aka Netflix, got, got in the way, so sadly we'll be doing a different movie today.
1: Oh uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of unfortunate because um we 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 really wanted to um we really wanted to do it,
0: but you know, Netflix being a bitch decided to remove it. So yeah. what are we doing instead, Paul? Yep, today we're going to do the horror movie, well, horror uh, might be the wrong word for it, but it's called Happy Death Day.
1: Okay, so so I don't know much about this other than what you described it
0: as. Yeah. Remember, Aaron hasn't seen it. He hasn't yeah, seen I it. Yeah, I haven't
1: seen it. This is different from the normal show, in which, in which we've both seen it, and the normal show is intentionally bad movies yep. that we kind of know are bad. This show isn't necessarily about bad movies. <laughs> yeah. Oftentimes it
0: can, they can be good. It's just more about... Yeah, sort of. showing Aaron some shit because he's not That's all...
1: that's the, the name of the show is show Aaron some shit. You'll read the description you'll go so, show Aaron some stuff. That's because I can't put swear words in the description or else I'll get removed. Which uh <laughs> is 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 but the point is it's the same letter, so, yeah, the, so it still letter. works. So the sass still works. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's just it's it's a
0: dumb pun. It's it's a dumb dum yep. dum on. Yeah, wordplay. <laughs> yeah, so w- w- yeah.
1: so I don't know much about this movie other than the fact that it's apparently a
0: groundhog day type yeah, but a, with yeah, but with a serial killer and a quote and a you know, a female lead pretty much. Cuz cuz
1: cuz here's something that I kind of wanted to bring up before we even start this is What is it? Is the whole groundhog day should be considered a trope and that groundhog day shouldn't have
0: a monopoly, I don't think, over the, the trope of the Groundhog Day loop. Yeah, I'd say sense. so. I, uh, it's spoiling a little bit of the movie, but I think uh, even the Lee brings it up that it's like, this is just like Groundhog Day.
1: Well, yeah, that's kind of a lampshade hanging type thing. But mm-hmm. even uh, ignoring that, I mean, a lot of people criticized Edge of Tomorrow for having a similar plot in terms of like the day repeating itself at the I, Groundhog Day.
0: I think I actually have that on DVD. I need to
1: find it. Because the, the thing That could be another assassin. Yeah
0: right? <laughs> See we're already brainstorming We're already
1: brainstorming For other episodes um, Don't <laughs> yeah. worry hardcore Henry will come eventually Eventually Eventually
0: yeah. um, The okay. same day as Half-Life 3 actually <laughs> but, but that comes out No no, never mind Okay but um, Yeah I suppose I should uh, Give Aaron some context Of the studio behind Happy Death Day Yeah yeah go on yeah, so the movie was produced by this company called Blumhouse. Have you ever heard of them?
1: No, I've never never heard of Blumhouse. I've heard of Sut House, but that's completely different.
0: Yep, <laughs> another YouTuber shout out. But basically, Blumhouse is this uh, production company that's pretty famous for making low budget, well, comparatively low budget movies with huge profit margins. You know, for a while they were kind of known as you know that schlock house that made like Endless Purge and Purge and Paranormal Activity movies. Well,
1: well. here's the thing, from what I understand, especially the earlier Paranormal Activity movies, they actually used
0: their low budget pretty well. Yeah. Okay, but uh, but anyway, they have gotten a far better reputation lately, thanks to producing movies like Get Out, Black Klansman, Whiplash... Wait, did it Get Out? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I know. See? Oh, that that is awesome. So yeah, despite having some crap attached to its name, Blumhouse is genuinely a pretty decent studio, all things considered. All right, so... Yep and the, and uh, the happy death day while you may look at the trailers and go like oh this looks like uh this looks like another purge or well no or the gallows or whatever yeah it looks like another gallows i think this movie is actually pretty underrated it it you know it gets shit on a bit too much by some people all right well I do find it a bit odd That uh, We're a show
1: Two Guys Many Bad Movies And somebody's gonna look up Two Guys Like Somebody's gonna look up Happy Death Day See Two Guys Many Bad Movies Oh here we go Here they're gonna roast this movie And then they click on it It's like No we're not roasting this one We roast every other movie Yeah well We're not roasting this Well you might end up roasting Well I
0: might I might think it's shit You never know Stick around and you'll find out But and uh, don't worry, next week's episode won't be horror themed. I know we, I know we're doing a lot of horror stuff. Yeah, we've been
1: doing a lot, lot of horror stuff lately. I feel I, I, I don't know exactly what we're going to be doing next week yet,
0: but we will. By the end of this episode, yeah. have fully decided. Yeah, don't worry. We don't worry. I already have some ideas in mind.
1: All right. So one of the, one of the things that, sorry, sorry, what was I going to say? Is that All right? Right? No, I was going to say something about the, the sort of the plot of. Of Groundhog Day and how it shouldn't have a monopoly. Yeah, I agree. Over. Oh, and the reason why I don't think it should have a monopoly over over all of this is because, well, again, I bring up the the example of Edge of Tomorrow. That's yeah. a completely different genre. Yeah, it's
0: like
1: in a- that in that Groundhog Day is a, a sort of a comedy, sort yeah. of a nineties comedy whereas Edge of Tomorrow is a sort of a sci-fi action movie mm-hmm. it's a completely different genre it's it's just and that's perfectly fine yep but anyway i i've never now i've never actually seen but i think you said you liked it yeah i really liked it yeah edge of tomorrow so <clears throat> maybe that could be a future episode which mm-hmm. uh uh we'll we're future. always saying things we're always saying things here's the problem and um, what if what if we end up having the Sean
0: Murray issue where the, like the media <laughs> oh start saying, this has been confirmed 100%. Yeah, it's not, it's not 100% confirmed, it's just being considered. Please don't hurt us.
1: Please don't make, like, a 20-minute video called uh, Two Guys Lie or some shit.
0: Yeah, please. We're only a bunch of eejits. We're only a bunch of eejits. Don't give us too much shit. Yeah, don't give us too much shit. Yeah, but also please leave feedback. Please. Um, is, uh, <laughs> At least to me, anyway. <laughs> yeah, okay, so... Shall we go, uh...
1: Should we go do a sass? No, that's not. That, what what's the phrase should we use? We we shouldn't rip off Cinema Swirl because yeah. I I realize that this is is similar format to Cinema Swirl. I get that. It's okay. I don't listen to it. <laughs> it's okay. It's probably not gonna end up the exact same as, as yeah. Cinema Swirl. We'll we'll just see how this goes. Okay. 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 So let's go. Let's go. Show you have to say. Let's go show Aaron some shit. Okay. So I don't oh. know what the phrase is. <laughs> it's okay. It's we on, didn't plan this yes, out, did we? I know
0: we're we're very prepared. All right, we are very okay. professional. Yep. Well, let's show Aaron some shite. or shit. stuff. Whatever. Stuff. Let's go.
1: It's your birthday, and now you got to pick up your phone. Woo! <laughs> well, that was actually weirdly... Well, not even weirdly enjoyable. Yeah. In a, in, a, in an actual sense, I think I enjoyed it unironically. Yeah, especially to some of the crap
0: we've watched before. Well,
1: well, here's the thing. I, I kept comparing... I remember at one point, and I was thinking to myself, I actually care about the characters in this movie. Yeah. I didn't in The Bye Bye Man. The Bye Bye Man, I didn't really care... About the characters in Slenderman, I actually cared less. Yeah, somehow. because somehow I cared less. You know that American phrase "I could care less," which yep. is grammatically wrong, because that means you care at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. I could, I could not care less about the characters in Slenderman, and I, I don't know. They just didn't. They were very underdeveloped. There was nothing going on. Whereas this movie. Yeah, you there actually is a development. There is a yeah. character that actually develops quite well. The protagonist starts off as a like bitch who's yeah. fairly unlikable, mm-hmm. but you know that whole thing of like she gets yeah. better. She mm-hmm. actually gets way better in a multitude of ways. Yeah, and yes, there are other characters that are pretty unlikable, but yeah, but I liked Carter as well. Well, Carter, he's. Not just this exception. We'll get into that yeah, in a moment. Yeah. I don't even know if this is not going to be the same kind of format. We're not going to yeah. do a scene by scene necessarily. Yeah, although we gonna, will be taught... right.
0: Yeah, we're going to jump ahead and back a couple of times. A couple, a
1: couple of times. Like the the movie itself, it begins as sort of as just like, oh, it's an ordinary day, and we hear yeah. like certain lines of dialogue that we're going to hear over and over and over again. It's like, oh, hey, you're up, or yeah. um, that activist who says stop global warming is like, I want you to yeah. sign like mm-hmm. a petition. Um, yep. Or a guy falling over, or or a guy who's drunk falls over, and certain things, and you know it actually does a really, really good job of recreating itself over yeah. and over and over again. I don't know exactly how they did it, but they did. Yeah. Now, again, I understand a lot of people did not like this movie. Yeah. But I feel as though a significant portion of that is based on this, again, in my opinion, misguided notion that. Groundhog Day should have a monopoly on the Groundhog Day loop Because it wasn't even the first work of fiction To use the Groundhog Day loop It just Mm -hmm. was the codifier of that trope As opposed to the the, you are example Yes we visit TV tropes by Mm -hmm. line Someone write us a page please I want to read about myself uh, base breaking characters. Aaron and Paul are both base breaking characters because <laughs> Aaron uh, comes across as a, an annoying. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron keeps uh, sniffling and Paul keeps coughing. Or yawning. At, or yawning. Yeah. And the audiences <laughs> who suffer from misophonia. By the way, if you suffer from misophonia, maybe you shouldn't listen to our show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look, I'm sorry,
1: I can't help it, my sleep schedule is a wreck. My sleep schedule is more of a wreck than my Sims sleep schedule. That's fucked up. Like, my Sims just go whatever. They they just sleep whenever. Oh, their energy's low. Oh, but it's three in the afternoon. Fuck it, they're sleeping. But don't they have work tomorrow? Don't worry, I'll drink a coffee in the
0: morning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, you just drink a coffee.
0: Yeah, just mentally break your Sims psyche.
1: Oh, oh no, you do that. No, what you do in The Sims, and we're really getting off track <laughs> here, it's all with The Sims. Yeah, weren't we watching a movie? Yeah, we did. We watched the movie. Okay, so the character... Teresa is her name? Yeah, Tree. But yeah. they call her Tree. Yeah. Which I I, I find a bit weird. Like her name is Tree. Uh, that's not her actual name. That's yeah. obviously the nickname. Yeah, the nickname. But it's a bit of an odd nickname mm-hmm. to call her. But yeah, she's kind of, she's this blonde, generically, and I say generically, in a not necessarily in a bad way, but generically, stereotypically you good know. looking. She reminds me, and I mentioned this when we were watching, she reminds me a lot of Bethany from Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, yeah. in that... We initially, she's initially seen, we initially see her as this kind
0: of, you know, very shallow, very stereotypical sort of shallow, but, you know, she does kind of come off like as a victim in movies like Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street, which I think helps, you know, because it's like something that you're familiar with and kind of, you know, twists Well, here's the thing, when you're watching
1: a slasher like Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, or... Well, maybe not Halloween to the same extent, but when you're watching a slasher like that, you tend not to give a
0: piss about the victims.
1: Well, yeah, because the the victims oftentimes are made intentionally unlikable, so that it, their deaths are less tragic. Yeah. Which I think kind of almost defeats the purpose. I think in in this case they wanted to sub subvert that trope, but in a good way. Yeah. Um, by by giving like one victim like character development. It's like what if that one victim had to go through a Groundhog Day loop, being killed over and over and over and over and over and over again. And this isn't the exact same, because with Groundhog Day, he didn't die at the end of the day. He just woke up the next morning, and it was the same day. Mm. Um, But the weird thing is that, in this case, there's sort of a trauma attached to it. Mm. Uh, The character of Tree, she gets killed, over and over and over again. Yeah. And it she has to feel the pain of that death. And that, this is a plot point that's brought up later on. And I don't fully get it. I don't know if you'd be able to explain it to me better. But there's a scene where. And this is far enough into the movie. Yeah. Where she's in the hospital. And she's being told that she should be dead. Because of lacerations in in, the, in her lungs. Right. But those lacerations happened previously. She said she keeps coming back weaker every time she comes back. So it's like eventually she yeah, she's going to die if if, if that grandpa mm-hmm. dating loop keeps yeah. happening. My headcanon after watching it is that this is kind of like a time lord superpower <laughs> except instead of regenerating and like cuz instead of regenerating and having a actually arbitrary a canonically arbitrary limit of 12 regenerations which is canonically arbitrary now apparently mm-hmm. um Instead of that, it's more just she regenerates, but she goes back to the previous day. It's like a save game, but you yeah. can only do it a certain amount of times, but we don't know how many times that is. Mm. We know that she died at least about 16 times. Yeah. Or at least that's what she claims, and we've seen a number of them. Yep. I mean, hey, I don't keep track. That's not my There's job. There's actually... Okay, okay, so... Because we didn't take notes, again, it's a bit more disjointed yeah. than the, the other one, but I find it odd that I... I found myself actually caring about Tree. Because at the start, I was like, yeah, she is a bitch. But you told me. It's like, oh, she she acts like a bitch at the start. Don't worry about that. It's like, oh, she gets better. Okay. Okay. And you know, sometimes you find that hard to believe. Oh, that character gets better. Yeah, Um, she genuinely does. She actually does. But oddly, I don't actually think it was a... Now, 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 bear with me on this. Yeah. I don't think it was so much about her developing as more her revealing. ...being revealed to the audience... her actual personality being revealed right. to the audience... ...you think so? And the reason I think that is because... ...we don't know at the very beginning... ...we just... ...she's just like a stereotypical... Uh, ...college hot girl... ...who just goes around and... Right. right ...likes to bang... ...guys or whatever... ...you know the stereotypical quote, quote... ...and I'm going to use this term... ...and I should be whipped by Ivy Valentine... ...and crucified... <laughs> ...for saying this... ...but she acts like a Stacy.
0: ...right... ...okay... <laughs>
1: But she isn't. She's an actual human being and not a to like a one dimensional caricature yeah. of of that particular trait because her mama died three years previous, yeah. and it gets hinted at earlier in the movie. But we don't actually; it's not yeah. fully revealed until.
0: I suppose you could say that um, her her taking up like the uh, quote unquote Stacey personality or whatever is was, kind of like fitting in, y- yeah, or a coping mechanism even. That's what she was saying. She was saying like. She was trying to avoid all
1: our problems rather than face them. Yeah, that's another theme in the movie. That's a theme. There's a a bit, a few weird sort of plot twists here and there to kind of explain some weird motives and shit. But yeah. again, because the, the, the Groundhog Day loop is never ex- explicitly explained as yeah. to how it's happening... Yeah, which I... My, which, which I... I
0: you, you say you like. Yeah, I like because, you know, a lot of movies, they tend to over-explain.
1: Yeah, but I guess my headcanon is this is actually a superpower that she has, and it just so happens that she kept dying on this one day because she was going to be murdered. Like, that's my
0: headcanon is this is actually, like, a sort of a superpower, but she doesn't realize she has it. Well, there is a sequel to this movie, so maybe it explains things, but we'll save that for another episode. Well,
1: maybe, yeah. I think what's, again, it's weird. I'm going to compare this to the Bye Bye Man and Slender Man. With Slender Man, all of the dialogue felt really, really stilted. Yeah. It didn't feel, especially early on in the film with the sort of the lead characters where they're trying to talk about, oh, if you could be one age. It felt yeah. like a boomer. Yeah. trying to know what what the kids no, no offence to boomers yeah. I actually don't mean any offence I don't like the whole okay boomer thing personally I'm more of an okay coomer kind of guy please um oh, excuse what me you, will you be participating in No Nut November this year? it's March Aaron I know it's March but uh, it's never too early to talk about no. <laughs> shut the
0: fuck up oh, right geez.
1: no but um <clears throat> he the whole thing is she it was written as though it is like a boomers who don't understand how kids these days actually talk yeah,
0: or how technology works
1: yeah just click a link that summons him that's yeah. that's 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 kind of a ridiculous premise mhm
0: um
1: but i think what this movie does really well and again i alluded to it earlier the idea the similarities between Tree's character and Bethany in Jumanji. And uh, Jumanji's another one of those surprisingly good films. Unfortunately, yeah. I've already seen it. As, and when mm. I say Jumanji, I mean the sequel slash yeah. reboot. They're technically sequels, but they're also kind of reboot. Mm. I'm, I say it's surprising because you wouldn't really expect that to be any good. It's like, oh, it's yeah. Jumanji, but a video game instead of a board game. It's like, okay, that's kind of the thing you come up with when you're nine years old. Okay, fine. Yeah. But it actually does end up being a... Pretty damn good movie.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Not the best movie ever made ever. But an enjoyable and entertaining flick. And I think that's sort of... I put this in the same category. Again, I'm not trying to damn it by faint praise. Because this isn't faint praise. This is genuinely an entertaining Mm -hmm. movie. But I put this in the same kind of... It's a fun movie. And not a... Overtly profound movie. In some philosophical way. Well... Or maybe it is to a minor degree, because we kind of get this notion we see one scene after she had died a couple of times, okay, so yeah. if you haven 't seen the movie, don 't listen to us because we 're spoiling it first of all. second yeah. of all, um watch the movie we 're going wa- like i i I would actually recommend this one unironically, yeah, because it 's a good time, but now I understand that not everybody liked this movie,
0: yeah, and I think maybe some of it has to do with the fact that it wasn 't. The fact that it was pretty light on the gore or kills.
1: Yeah, it kind of does stay light on the gore. Now, I know when we talked about the Bye Bye Man, we criticised how afraid of gore it was, and we did the same thing with Slender Man. Yeah. The reasons in those cases were more to do with... In the case of Slender Man, it was because they were too afraid of the controversy, so they actually cut a pretty gory and violent scene. With the Bye Bye Man... It was just the gore that was there was, like, super basic. It's just that though. It's just that it seems like it was too afraid to do it. In this,
0: it feels more along the lines of. It seems like they were going for like a younger, slightly younger audience, like because I don't think it was R rated in, mm. in America. It's 15s here, but yeah. I think it was fucking like, hell. You 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 say fuck once in a movie. Well, actually, no, Freddy
1: Player One is twelve and they say fuck once in it. But if you if you say fuck a couple times in in a movie, yeah. it's gonna be rated 15s. because yeah, we 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 have put our we have ridiculous priorities here. Yeah, I America. Think. It's all the priorities are the sex. If you have sex in it, it's NC seventeen. If you don't, and you have tons of violence, it's R. Hence, why Passion of the Christ is rated R instead of NC seventeen, <laughs> even right. though the violence is one of, is basically the whole movie. It's like yeah. one guy getting shit on the window. Shim- I mean, okay, kidding. but uh, whatever, whatever.
0: Yeah, I do. I do understand the complaints with the kills being, you know, kind of losing their impact because you know some of them happen off screen. I
1: feel. I feel almost as though. The kills themselves, because the vast majority of them, with the exception of one or two, happen on the same character. Yeah. But the character keeps coming back. Mm -hmm. I
0: think it's kind of like, it's kind of a thing where, I guess people expected more kind of a Final Destination kind of thing, where the kills are like more over the top. Well, with Final Destination, the kills become so over the top that you, that it's like they're made of plastic, like
1: rubber or some shit. Yeah. I don't know. Because there's one kill in one of the Final Destination movies where some guy gets, like, glass dropped on them or something. Oh, yeah. And instead of breaking, they just boom, crush... Into a <laughs> pancake. Into a pancake. Like, that does not, that's not how it works in real yeah. life, man.
0: I suppose, I suppose if I could, I would improve the kills somewhat. Like, I
1: would. If I were making this, I would up the gore... A fair amount, yeah. personally. I would do that. Because I don't actually see this much as a horror movie. Yeah, it's more... I see it more as a sort of a
0: thriller, slasher type. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely put it in the category of thriller and slasher as well. But, but I think it just goes to show that you don't need Gore to make a decent thriller or... Or, you know... It, it well, needs... you don't really need Gore to even make
1: a horror. It's more that, in the case of The Bye Bye Man, the movie... Lacked so su- other substance, so I so we could didn't even get the gore that yeah it's kind of like, it's it the, the it's the equivalent of saying okay you're gonna give me chips but they're really shitty chips mm-hmm. that you got off like a terrible chipper. That mm-hmm. nobody goes to and everybody goes to the other chipper because it's way better. Alright, you you got it from that. You don't even put any salt on them.
0: Yeah. You it's just...
1: like that. The salt... If you put the salt on it, it's palatable. If you put yeah. the salt
0: on the bye-bye man, i.e. the gore, it's palatable. This doesn't need as much. Yeah, because it has other aspects to it. Like, you know, having... Uh... A character that actually has a development. Yeah, and, and there's... You know, I, I found myself actually caring. And there's
1: some pretty emotional moments where yeah. she's talking to her dad in one of the timelines... Yeah. and she and and her reactions i i i got to credit the actress because yeah. it didn't feel hammy or over the top even yeah. though if this were even just a little bit less well executed it would have come across as overly hammy and over the top yeah. it didn't come across as like an um angst dissonance because it really yeah. felt like you were that she was experiencing this Endless nightmare yeah. of just dying over and over and over again. Anytime you heard it that hey, it's your birthday. Once you heard that, it's yeah. like it because I I would not be surprised if, say this was real for whatever yeah. reason, she would end up having that as a trauma trigger. Yeah. Like she would have to change that. Mm. Which is why that thing at the end where her now boyfriend plays that prank on her was such a dick move but
0: (laughs) it was funny though it was funny but it was a dick fucking move yeah I think yeah I think we should also mention that the movie has a fairly decent sense of humor as well which oh yeah yeah it actually there's actually some pretty funny moments in there yeah like in one of the timelines uh the like tree walks around naked to distract people and and in another one she knocks out her best friend before the killer kills her again you know it has some good black comedy in it which I appreciate yeah, and there's another one where the killer who is killing one of her friends, but she's
1: not looking, and <laughs> yeah, it kind of, it, kind of, you know, kind of reminded me of um, you know, the the Stanley cameo in the first Amazing Spider Man yeah, movie, you know, that one. Yeah, those kind of like that that, that kind me. of thing, and it, it, it you could tell you could tell this is not meant to be this is meant to be funny. Yeah. But it is funny. It's it doesn't come across as as Force. though. No, but like you can always you can usually tell if if you're savvy enough of yeah. whether or not the humour was intended. And you can tell that by the way it's shot, by the way the blur is in the background, <laughs> everything, the way it's done, you can tell this is a gag.
0: Yeah.
1: It's a dark gag, but this is a gag. And it actually is pretty funny. I, yeah. I had a good chuckle at that one. <laughs> Me too. Um, but, uh, like I said, I was mentioning, there are legitimately emotional moments in the film. Mm. And she... A couple of times after she dies, once, I think it's the third or fourth time, she has this like, actually nightmarish panic attack mm-hmm. of the moment it happens. And if, it really does feel like a panic attack. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could argue that some of the effects that are used, and by the effects I mean the sort of audio effects where the voices yeah. are deeper and all that, it's cheesy. It is cheesy, but it somehow, at least for me, works in what it was trying to do, which was trying to... It show what it feels like to have that kind of a panic attack. Yeah. Um. And that actually, it, again, it does a really good job of of doing that. Now, does this is this movie the best horror movie ever? No, I no. wouldn't even consider it a horror movie because it's yeah. it's
0: it's just a fun slasher a thriller kind of it's,
1: thing. It's it it isn't that scary, at least not the way I see it. Yeah, now, granted, it... the horror movies that scare me you usually have to do something kind of shocking to make a horror movie scare me. I blame Game
0: of Thrones. (laughs) That has desensitised me from everything. Uh, Um, I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, but while Happy Death Day does lack in scares, it makes up for it in other areas, which I think... Yeah, it
1: makes up for in areas that usually count for the majority of movies. The problem with horror movies is that they're trying to scare you. And if they fail at doing that, then they not. failed as a horror movie. And I'm going to say, even though I enjoyed this movie, I think it failed as a horror movie. Yeah. But it did not fail as an entertaining film that is actually that I, I actually got
0: invested in. Yeah. Now,
1: now, this is important.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We are not like...
0: Cinema Sins. Yeah, we're not like Cinema Sins. Like, what the fuck? This doesn't make sense.
1: And the issue I have with what I, what I call the sort of Cinema Sins brand of criticism, where you're trying to overanalyze and analyze the shit out of the movies to try and see what makes sense and what is quote-unquote objectively good about or objectively bad about the film. Yeah. The problem is when you start trying to analyze it, you're, you automatically disconnect yourself from the movie. You don't allow yourself to become invested. Now you could say. Well sure Aaron. When you're making fun of a movie. Aren't you trying to come up with jokes? Aren't you trying to come up with jokes? Well yeah. But even. Even in those. Even though I was actually coming up with a few jokes. While we were watching yeah. it. But even still. I managed to get engrossed. In the character. Particularly the main character of Tree. Yeah. Far more so. Now now here's the, here's the odd thing. And this is the odd thing. A lot of the, the of all six movies that we've done, yeah, I don't think I truly hated any of them. Really, I mean, I don't think I truly hated them. I mean, they were bad movies, but we had a good time. Riffing it was them. a fun. There, it was fun to riff on them, and yeah, mm-hmm. maybe if I was treating them seriously, I might not have liked some of them. But overall. There was some enjoyment that I could have out of them, but it was ironic enjoyment. It was yeah. outside. I wasn't engrossed in it. I wasn't immersed in it. I think in this mm. case, I was able to be immersed in the film. Um, but again, now, now the majority. Now, that now that's not to say this movie is perfect, perfect, or even great necessarily. It's a good movie, but I wouldn't put it in on the same categories. Yeah. And part of the reason is because, aside from the character of Tree and, Tree Carter. and Carter, all the others
0: are just kind of... They're one-dimensional. They're yes. kind of stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's... Uh, Inside, what... uh, well, actually, I would even call, like, the guy, like, the killer one-dimensional.
1: Oh, yeah, the killer is very one-dimensional. He's literally just a serial killer who escaped prison. Yeah. Um,
0: and, yes. and, I, and I don't like the, you know, design of the serial killer with the baby mask. I think that's lame yeah I laughed when I saw the yeah, baby mask. I <laughs> laughed when I saw it um because yeah, i suppose I suppose that might stop people from enjoying it as well because you can't take it seriously but.
1: Well, I guess the baby mask it's kind of a funny, kind of creepy, like the first yeah. time I, I saw it, I was like, I laughed because it looks ridiculous, yeah. but over time it did start to look a bit creepy, but that took a fair bit of exposure yeah. once the funny got once I got over the funny of it um and it is kind of ridiculous that this particular college, which is completely. Is it unnamed or is it named?
0: Uh, I can't. I think it was like the baby or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, and they, their their symbol was a baby. <laughs> yeah, I I don't. Which get is that. kind of lame. Like, why would you put the symbol as a baby of yeah. all things? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, a cute cuddly puppy maybe.
0: Uh, but I, no, no. I don't know if I was going for a college, you know, mascot, I'd go for something like a tiger or a lion. Yeah, I'd
1: go for like a really badass animal, like a badger.
0: Or even a wolverine. Like a badger.
1: That's, yeah, that's a the main badger. one I'd go for. hmm But, uh, yeah. Have you seen have you seen those, like, African honey badger takes on three lions? I have not, but I think I should.
0: No, but regardless, I think despite some problems, you know... Some there are of...
1: problems. There are things I did not like about this movie that I think were poorly done. Yeah. There's some bad special effects here and there. One of them yeah. is... Okay, there's... Basically, the whole point is that there's actually two killers as such. There's yeah. the... Serial killer. And then there's the character who... I'll admit, it took me completely by surprise. Yeah. I truly thought that it was not that she was supposed to kill the killer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that she still woke up. But yeah. then she realised she died in her sleep. Mm. Because she was poisoned by the cupcake yeah. that she actually ate after killing the killer. Mm. And in some sense... What kind of... The real killer, who's this girl, Laurie...
0: Yeah, spoilers.
1: Spoilers.
0: <laughs> you should put a spoiler thing in the description.
1: Oh, oh yeah. I will, I will, because there are plenty of big spoilers for this. Mm-hmm. She actually... I did find it a bit odd at first. It seemed like it was coming out of nowhere. It's like, oh, no, is this real? But the moment that she started attacking, it was like, okay, she's right, she's right. This is, yeah. actually, uh, this is actually starting yep. to come together now.
0: Yeah, I was also hoping you'd catch on that she never ate the cake before until the last night. I didn't fully catch on... To that... Mm. But...
1: I think... What's really odd... Is that... Again... With that... That serial killer... That went around... And got got released... There's a scene... It's a pretty clever scene... Where Carter... In one timeline... Is telling Tree... Okay... Use up some timelines... And try and figure out who the killer is. Who's got a motive. And she lists a whole mm-hmm. bunch of them. And checks them off in different timelines. After mm-hmm. she finds out it's not that person. Mm-hmm. She never put Laurie on the, t- on the list. Yeah. She assumed that Laurie did not have a motive. Mm. When in fact she did. And the motive in question
0: being that... A the guy preferred her over Laurie. I think... Was there cheating involved? I don't think there was cheating involved. Was it just jealousy? Yeah, I think it was just jealousy. Just jealousy,
1: because uh, there is sort of a theme where Tree has been cheating, has been, well, not cheating yeah. on her actual, because she was single at the beginning, yeah. and sort of having one-night stands with yeah. multiple guys, but she was she was shagging her yeah. teacher uh-huh. so, that the, so that she could get better grades in that class, that teacher who was married. She realises later on in the movie, that's wrong, she mm-hmm. shouldn't be doing that. And stops and says, yeah. "All right, well, you you're not gonna breeze through my class now. I already dropped it. sticks the middle finger up, which I thought Ooh. was an awesome moment. Yeah, I really like that too. In a sense that, <laughs> and also he doesn't he doesn't even have like his his wife is fairly good looking. It's not like she was unattractive in any way. Yeah, I guess the teacher wanted to Bind the yo the yussi. Uh huh. Is that a phrase that's
0: ever used in your school? No, I never say it again.
1: It was used in my school. Really, but it wasn't. That it was yours. That was used. No, uh, whatever. It was a terrible word. Very terrible. Why? Why people? Why the lads used it? Kind of fucked up, to be honest.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a slur. Don't say it.
1: And and so, one of the characters, who is like this total bitch, is this stereotypical, the stereotypical, yeah. another you know quote unquote hot chick, stereotypical yeah. hot chick, in that she's. She, she actually does not look college age. She looked like she was 32 or something. Mm. Which, again, she was not unattractive by any extent, stretch. Right. She was good looking, but she acted a lot younger than she looked. Yeah, like looked. an alpha bitch. She was essentially the alpha bitch. Um, I can't even remember her name. What was it? Yeah, I don't know. But you
0: know, you'll know, you know her when you see Danielle, her.
1: Danielle, Danielle. That yeah. was her name. Oh, yeah, Danielle. And not not, not my... Um, Danielle, who's this uh, character, acts like a total bitch. Mm-hmm. And there's a, actually a pretty funny scene where where uh, Tree, sick like, for bullshit, just pours... Yeah, chocolate milk on her. And I think there's a reference also to kombucha at some point. Yeah. <laughs> and I could <laughs> not stop thinking about Onision. Oh, God. You tried to do the FBI. Didn't work. So instead, you resort to the paycheck. And you got it. <laughs> you think... You think, like, kombucha sm- drinks like pee and smells even worse. <laughs> Right.
0: Okay. So do you wanna wrap
1: this up? Um I don't think I don't think we're wrap, wrap it up just yet because um okay. one of the one of the things that I wanted to mention before we actually uh fi- finish this up and tease you for next week the yeah. two guys many bad. Oh yeah, in this episode, oh yeah, we should say that. We should say that, not mm-hmm. now, but in a moment. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Is that I do think that it is actually that the I fell for the prank
0: at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I fell for it because yeah, it was great seeing your face, watching it happen. You saw my face? I yeah. was like, oh, shit, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's happening again.
1: But what I think is actually surprising, and I'm going to praise this movie for mm-hmm. something for doing something which a lot of horror movies actively avoid doing because horror movies are meant to be horror movies. Yeah. They're not supposed to have unambiguously happy endings. But this one, even though it teases you of, of a happy ending multiple times and then reverses it, yeah, at the end it decides, nah, nah, nah. It actually does go well mm. which I find odd because you never really see that in a horror again you never really see it in horror Oftentimes, yeah. horror movies horror movie endings are made deliberately dark for the sake of you yeah. know keeping with the horror theme again giving the example of the bye bye man pretty much everybody fucking dies in that mm-hmm. movie problem is that just gave me even less reason to care about the characters yeah Again, I've seen Game of Thrones. I know about this whole disposable character problem. Mm. One of the big issues that I don't see brought up about the later seasons of Game of Thrones and why they're so not well received by comparison to the say the first after the first six and seven and eight are nowhere near as well received, particularly eight, which is hated by many. Mm. Um, large, I think one thing that people don't realize is that that's largely. I suspect that that is largely due to the fact that so many characters have died in the previous seasons that you stop really caring about the few characters that are alive yeah. because you know they're going to die at some point. And so it's this kind of darkness-induced audience apathy where you stop caring. And that was with The Bye-Bye Man. I got a severe mm. case of darkness-induced audience apathy. Yeah. I think by having a, a happy ending in what is meant to be a horror movie, even though it fails as a horror movie and but succeeds in other areas, um, it's generally... I would say it's generally well acted, at least from the lead. Yeah. Um there are a couple moments I don't I didn't notice bad acting at any point, yeah. which It was serviceable. It was they weren't Oscar worthy performances necessarily. Of course not. But they were good performances. They mm-hmm. weren't they weren't even fair. They were better than fair, at yeah. least at least in the case of the protagonist. Overall, I give this a seven point five.
0: Yeah, that's that's
1: a fair enough score. Now Bear in mind that that is the same score I would give to Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle. In that it's not the best movie ever made, but it's far better than a mediocre film. Yeah. And it's far, far, far better than a bad film.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: In terms of overall enjoyment, I had a fun time watching it. I didn't feel bored. During it. I didn't feel like I had to make jokes every 30 seconds. In order to kind of get an ironic sense of enjoyment out of it. Overall. Despite some of the problems. And there are. Overall. Despite the problems. Some bad special effects here. Some weird moments. Yeah. Overall a decent movie. Mm Mm-hmm. So. That's that's it. For the first episode of Sass. A very different show. Than the one you may be used to. In that Mm -hmm. I'm actually... Apparently, I enjoyed this one, which yeah. is a bit odd, right? That, that is fucked up. That is fucked up. <laughs> um, may, I probably won't enjoy all the sad episodes. Yeah, but I plan on doing one a month. Yeah, one a month. That sounds so, cool. most of the episodes will just be two guys, many mm-hmm. bad movies. They'll just be... And yeah, uh, speaking of which, we've already picked the next movie we're doing, and hopefully Netflix won't remove it like they removed Hardcore what Henry. Those goddamn bastards. Okay. <clears throat> it's coming. Don't worry. That yeah, episode don't worry. is coming.
0: Don't worry. It should be coming. Uh, Next week's episode is the blockbuster 2012. Oh, yes. With all the
1: worry these days about insert apocalyptic scenario here that is either A, not new, or B, completely out of our control, or C, something we can control and are doing something about it, um, 2012 was that classic movie set in the year 2012 where the Mayan calendar ended... And for some reason, everybody thought that meant the apocalypse, even mm-hmm. though the Mayans themselves turned around and said, no, that's not what it meant. It just meant we we're just going to make another one.
0: <laughs> we're all going to die.
1: Well, technically, we are all going to die, but that's just life, isn't it? Yep. Life's <laughs> that's just to life. Um, but yeah, so a shitty apocalypse movie made yep. by the same guy who made The Day After Tomorrow. Yeah. The,
0: uh, and also the shitty Godzilla movie. Wait, one American. of the
1: shitty Godzilla movies? Yeah,
0: the first American one. Oh right. Yeah, we could do that for another uh two guys Many Bad Movies. Uh, the,
1: the Shitty Godzilla movie yeah. or
0: the day after tomorrow no shitty, or God, but... no shitty Godzilla movie. Okay. Okay, and I already have the next uh ep- I already have the next film in plan for, you know, Sass. All I'll all I'll say for the viewers is that it's an animated film from Japan. So it's not hardcore Henry? No. Well, if I can get well, okay. if we can get hardcore yeah. Henry, if we can get, it hard- is coming. It yeah, is coming. It is coming. If I can get hardcore Henry, it'll be that. If not, then it'll be that animated film from Japan.
1: All right. Well, thank you very much for uh, listening. Um, bear in mind uh, that uh, yeah, this episode's a bit shorter than you're used to. Yep. Follow us on Twitter at TwoGuysBadMovies.
0: Yep, where I post tweets sometimes.
1: Yeah, where Paul, Paul manages that because I don't do social media. Um, yeah, and that's okay. Uh, you can help out this show out a ton by uh, leaving a five-star review on uh, iTunes or wherever else you can leave five-star reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, uh, you can share this show on all of your various social media platforms.
0: Tell your friends. Tell your friends
1: about us. We'd like... Uh, if anybody's interested in a riff show of two guys riffing on bad movies and occasionally watching a decent one for a change. hmm If not, then... Fine. Fine. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Peace. Peace.